Welcome to Working Media with Rafael Bracero. Welcome to a new episode of Working Media with Rafael Bracero. Today's guest uh, is one of my favorite people that I've known uh, for so long uh, in, in the marketing field, uh, Chris Holmes. She is a number one best-selling author of Ignite Your Career, Strategies and Tactics to Unleash Your Potential. She's also a principal at executive recruiting firm, uh, the O'Connell Group, which uh, specializes on marketing and uh, marketing research uh, searches for the most part. And uh, she also has a lot of experience in the field herself before she became a recruiter. So uh, with that, uh, welcome to the podcast, Chris. Rafi, thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here. Great. No, thank you. For, thank you for being here. So um, I, I guess what I wanted to start with first was, you know, how you came up a little bit about your own personal journey uh, because you know you you are a a marketing practitioner at first, right? You you, uh, you know you, you have uh, an MBA from you know some a very prestigious school, and and, and you also uh, uh, worked uh, you know for some big CPD companies uh, for for many years before you uh, got into uh, your current area. So um, tell us a little bit about your your own uh, career path uh, when you started out. Absolutely, Rafi, and. Um... So I will tell you out of college, I, like many people, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew what I didn't want to do, which was finance, medicine, science. In fact, I think I took astronomy nine and 10 instead of took, taking math in college. So that's how <laughs> fearful I was of math and kind of the analytics piece back then. Um, I went into a training program in retail um, and then transitioned and, and had a friend who went straight out of college to get her MBA at Northwestern at Kellogg. And I kind of watched her journey and thought, I want to do that. I think I want to do marketing and brand. So Somehow or another, I was lucky enough to get into Kellogg and, and truly did fall in love with marketing and uncovering consumer insights and brand and was lucky enough to do an internship at Johnson & Johnson and then get a full-time job at Kraft, which those days, glory days. I mean, it was a phenomenal place to work. And what I will tell you, Rafi, is I worked at Kraft and J&J &J and a, a durables company because we moved to Michigan called Herman Miller and then a division of Nestle Purina. Yes, I and won one of those Aaron chairs, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and during my time in marketing, there were parts of my job that I was really great at um, and I loved. And there were other parts of my job that I could do but they were hard and I had to really work at them and they were a grind. Um, and so when I was at my last company and we got sold, I really did some soul searching to try to figure out what I wanted to do next. I interviewed for some marketing roles and was lucky enough, I was a pretty good interviewer to get a couple jobs. Um, but then I also happened to call my favorite recruiter and say, hey, we love St. Louis. We want to raise our kids here. Get me a job here. And he happened to throw out, come work for me. Um, and that got me really thinking. And one of the things I thought about is 
I looked up and, and I was a senior brand manager and most people were dying for the director job. But I thought about the director job and, and it seriously made me really anxious. It was, Rafi, all those things going back to what I didn't like to do. It was all those things I didn't like to do. And as I thought about the recruiter's job, it was all those things that I love doing. It was the people part. It was working with people and building the relationships. And that's when I kind of decided, you know what? Maybe I should give this a try. If I don't like it, fine, I can come back. But it really ties into my strengths. Maybe I'll be good at it. So that's how I kind of navigated from brand into recruiting. And truly from day one, I never looked back. Yeah, and this is very interesting. I mean, and this is kind of something that gets picked up in your in your book, I think, just you know, in, in terms of looking at what are your strengths, right? And, and kind of letting that guide to, to some extent how, how you pursue some of those career goals. Uh, so just to throw a wrench in, in that, uh, like let's say if somebody uh, really is passionate about a, a particular field, but then they don't necessarily uh, have the, the uh, the acumen or, or, or uh, you know, obviously they have the interest, but they, they maybe they don't have the, the skills kind of uh, competitively in that area. Is it, is that like, basically you should not pursue that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that vertical or, or are you, um, or, or, you know, are, are you, uh, are there things that you can do to kind of make yourself more appropriate for, for that area, would you say? Well, and, and Rafi, that is a great question. I think it's especially a great question for, you know, the kids in college and the young professionals today who have so many passion points. And I am a big believer in, in passion is amazing, but I also think the best thing you can do for your long-term career, and I am a big believer that is so important, is to build a really strong foundation and to get the best skills you can so that down the road you can marry your skills and your experience with your passion. Oftentimes, I think people try to follow their passion out of the blocks. And the problem with that is it does not lend itself to building strong skills early on. And that really handicaps people long-term. Yeah, and just to keep with the analogy, right? So, I mean, uh, you might be uh, very interested in uh, running the 100-meter dash, but uh, you, you know, you're, it's going to be hard to compare to, co to compete with Hussein Bolt if, uh, if you don't have the, the, the kind of just the, the, the raw ability in that area. So it's, uh, no, it's yes. a good point. Um, and, and it's very smart, particularly uh, when you look at your career path long term. So that, I, I think that's a very solid advice for sure. So go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I was just going to say, you know, the other thing is when you think about your strengths, um, a, a lot of people feel like when they do a job that feels easy, it's kind of cheating because it's not hard for you. And, and I would tell you to flip that on its side. Those are the roles that you should go after, the ones that are natural, the ones that are easy, the ones that you can literally knock that, you know, ball out of the park because you were so great at it. Those are the roles where you're going to be a superstar and you can train other people because they 
tie into your strengths and, and versus finding the jobs that are a grind like I did. Right. No, I, I think I think that that's a very uh, kind of smart approach. Um, it, it, let's talk a little bit about where we are right now in this moment in time. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, with uh, uh, the pandemic and 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 um, a lot of remote learning, and and so it's for those for those uh, students that, that are uh, just going into the job market right now, uh, you know, it's especially challenging. So. Um, you know, ha have you had some uh, opportunity to think about, you know, for for uh, for those uh, kind of new people that are just starting their career, you know, how do they navigate th this environment, and is it is it is it any different uh, than than uh, you know, like I don't know, like 10, 20 years ago, uh, or, and and how are you how how can they best uh, leverage uh, what, what the uh, resources are to uh, to get to where they want and kind of with, with the constraints that we have right now with COVID and everything. Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. Something that is on the top of mind of students and parents of students alike. Um, and what I, I believe, and, and I have, you know, one kid in college and a kid in graduate school, actually, and then one who's getting her executive MBA. So I'm, I'm watching it from the sidelines too. Um, but what I'll tell you is with this pandemic going on, companies are looking for not just the smarts and people who have delivered results, but I think today they're also looking for self-starters and agility and people who um, are able to make something out of nothing. And, and I'll give you an example. Um, a neighborhood family friend um, last year who was uh, just finished her sophomore year in college had an internship lined up that, that blew up on her. Um, and so she came home to St. Louis and I happened to walk with her mom and we were talking about it. And this girl was doing DoorDash because she was trying to do something to be productive and was trying to figure out what else to do. And I happened to mention at the beginning of the pandemic, I probably like a lot of other people was frantically trying to do things to be productive. And so I was cleaning out my closet and I was finding all of these working clothes that I hadn't worn in years and had piles of them and, and happened to mention to the mom, because this girl's very much into fashion, man, you know, Maya should think about doing some sort of clothing drive. And, and her mom mentioned it to her. Well, Maya picked up that ball and ran with it and created this entire huge St. Louis wide clothing drive and found um, this organization that supports people coming out of prison and helps them, you know, emotionally, financially, career-wise. She got, you know, hundreds and thousands of pieces of apparel from women like me cleaning out their closets. She did all the marketing. She took the initiative. She found this group to donate it to. She didn't get paid a penny for it, but oh my God, did it look great on her resume. So something like that created out of nothing. It's a long-winded way of Rafi of saying you got to differentiate yourself. You got to show that you have that agility or that self-starter. You can make something out of nothing. And that's what I would tell people 
even if things blown up, you can't find an internship, create something that shows you're somebody who's going to make a difference in this world. And that's what's going to differentiate you and set you up for success long term. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's all about the hustle. I, I, I have tried to live by that philosophy uh, throughout my career, just, uh, you know, find and make the opportunity where you can. Um, yep. when, when I was at uh, my, when, literally my very first job out of MBA, uh, and this was many, many, many years ago, uh, we had uh, a, um, uh, you know, it, you know it, 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 it was a very bad job market. So I, I went into to this role. So I started with Mattel, which is a fantastic company. Um, and I was working in the international team and, and typically international team just does marketing of existing products that, that are developed by the domestic uh, team. So, so I found a way to essentially create a, a new product for, for the international market. I mean, it was essentially a toy advent calendar, which uh, had Mattel had somehow had never done in any other brands. Um, so I was able to just develop that product, uh, uh, that, that uh, new product development experience uh, in a role that wouldn't even necessarily have that. So, uh, so it's kind of that, that entrepreneurship, but, but then also outside yep. of, your your uh, formal role finding ways to to uh, to create value for yourself and, and your resume and your career. I completely agree with that. Um, the other thing you know that I would say for these young professionals, um, and actually not just for them, but for everybody today, is network like crazy. I have a whole chapter in my book that I have addressed, um, you know, how to network, where to network, and why to network. But today, with so many people working at home, there are no more gatekeepers. People are more open to it. They want to give back. They want to make a difference. You can reach out to people you went to high school with, college that you've worked with. And it can be huge in terms of building your support in your industry, giving you advice, and potentially even helping you find a role. Absolutely. Yeah, let, let's lean into that a little bit, because I, I know that that's such an important area, uh, especially now. Um, what, what are like the, the do's and don'ts, I guess, for, for um, effective uh, networking uh, today? Yeah, so the first thing is wherever you are in your career, start doing it now. So if you're in college, start reaching out to people, reach out to people who have graduated a year or two ahead of you and are in the field you want to get into asking for advice on their job search, how they did it. Um, when you reach out to people, you never ask them, Rafi, to find you a job. You always ask them for, you know, advice, for you know, if they can share their journey, you know, what they learned along their way, what they've seen other people who are successful do, and what they've seen people who have not been successful do. If there are other people that they might recommend that you speak to, and if they think there's an opportunity at their company, they're absolutely going to tell you. The other thing you want to do is 
ask if they might keep you, you know, you might keep them apprised on your journey. And if you might reach out to them again in a month or two, and then keep track of it so that you really do. And when somebody says yes, and you follow up with them, they are kind of a partner in your career journey. And that's a really powerful thing to do is to connect with people who care about you and care about your journey and are going to support you along the way. Right. So you don't need to necessarily ask them like, you know, will you be my mentor uh, that, that formally, right? It can just be, you know, kind of just making that connection and sustaining that connection, essentially. Absolutely. But if you do find somebody who you really connect with and you value their, their knowledge and their insight, you can say to that person, you know, I really treasure these moments and, and your wisdom has been so impactful. You don't have to answer me. You don't want to put them on the spot, but I'm wondering if you might consider being my mentor. I feel like you have so much knowledge to share and I have so benefited. Would you consider it? Great. And no, then I, I leave it to them. Experience. Yeah. Absolutely. Leave it to them to get back to you. So kind of in that vein, I mean, who who were the the people that were most influential for you uh, as you were kind of coming up in your career? Boy, that's a great question. Um, I would tell you that I was really lucky when, first of all, when I was at J&J, even though it was only for a summer, I had an amazing experience. Um, and Rafi, it it was one of those weird things. It broke my heart. I got an offer to go back full time. And the only reason I didn't was it was in Skillman, New Jersey, which is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's 10 minutes from Princeton. And, and that was the only reason I said no. So I had some really close relationships from that three month period that I kept up with. So there were a couple people there that I kept very close with. And then my five years at Kraft were really um, impactful. One of um, the folks who was my director and then VP and then president was a guy whose name was Bob Eckert, who then became president or CEO of Mattel. Um, and, yep, so he was a mentor, another gentleman named Rick Sear, who was president of my division at Kraft. And the beauty of um, my relationship with them is not only have they been my mentors, but they've also supported me in terms of, they've been on boards and recommended the O'Connell Group to do senior level searches. As I wrote my book, they've both written um, recommendations in the book. And so um, they've supported me. And then on the flip side, they've had kids who are, have gone into marketing and they've asked me to talk to them. And I love being able to give back to them, even one iota of the support that they've given to me. Fantastic, yeah, so full circle, that's, that's really great. Absolutely. Good. So one question that, that we always uh, love to ask uh, our guests is, what, um, what, are you, what, what content are you consuming right now um, that uh, is uh, you know, particularly uh, impactful for you? Uh, and it doesn't have to be necessarily uh, necessarily only marketing related or, or, or career related, but, you know, what, what, what do you, uh, what, you know, any article that you've read or movie that you've seen or, or, or book that, that, that uh, you've read that, that uh, has had a, a, an impact on you recently that, that you might recommend for uh, our, um, our audience? Yeah. So, and I'm not even remembering the name of the book, but Gary Sinise, the actor, mm -hmm. 
um, who was Lieutenant Dan um, in the movie with um, Tom Hanks, um, wrote Forrest a book Gump, and I yes, just, yeah. yes, he was in Forrest Gump. I, I just have listened to his audio book and um, it was amazing. And, and the amazing thing is it, it's about his career, but it's so much more. He is really committed to giving back to the military and, and his life has evolved from the entertainment world to how do I use my, my pillar in the entertainment world and my notoriety to build awareness and funding for the military and all of these people have done to keep America safe. And, and so it kind of, I think, resonated with me because it was so cool and he's done so much, but it also kind of tied into why I wrote my book, which was, I felt like the knowledge we at the O'Connell Group share with our candidates every day is so impactful. And whether somebody's a chief marketing officer or somebody coming out of college, it resonates with all levels, but we can only talk to so many people in a day. And I wanted to get the knowledge out because I feel like it's so beneficial for everybody. And I'm trying to figure out how to do kind of what Gary has done, how to get it broad scale so that it can help the underserved and people who really need it, especially in this time of the pandemic when so many people have been displaced. Um, and so I'm trying to, in my, my little way, Gary Sinise, my knowledge and my passion. And incredible because uh, you know, it, like that 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 whole effort of his seems to really just coincide so much with, uh, you know, that role is like you could just you just picture that a straight line from that to uh, then that word that he did. So it just kind of feeds on itself to a certain extent, I'm sure, because the people that saw that movie were impacted by it, and then he was impacted by the by the people that he probably met uh, during yep. that. And, and so that that's uh, that's a that's a wonderful. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that's a wonderful uh, example. So uh, definitely we'll check that out. Um, I, I wanted to uh, turn a little bit into uh, the recruiting aspect. Uh, so uh, your, your work with the O'Connell Group, you, you've, you've, uh, you're, you're a principal at, uh, at, the, uh, at this, you know, very, one of the leading um, search firms, especially yeah. in, in the field uh, of marketing. So yeah. um, tell us a little bit about uh, maybe an example of a particularly uh, uh, maybe hard search or gratifying search that that uh, that you worked on, and 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 how that how that uh, kind of kind of uh, uh, you know kind of still kind of re you still remember it uh, from um, you know from from your many <laughs> what, what is it like a thousand at least uh, placements that you've done? Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I will give you one, and it's not really one search, but it's with one company. We were working flowers foods, which um, is a wonderful company in Thomasville, Georgia, which is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's this lovely little town, like four hours from Atlanta and, you know, a couple hours from um, Florida, but, but it's certainly not a major metro. And, and it's this small little town. And this was a company that, that has baked goods and bread and some sweet goods. Um, and they were looking to 
transform their marketing organization and bring in uh, more quality, stronger talent and really help transform their organization from more of a sales and operationally driven organization, Rafi, to marketing. Um, and we were filling a VP and a director and some brand manager roles. Um, but truthfully, the geography, I mean, it's not something that somebody who wants a major metro is going to run to. That's a hard um, right. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, but you know what? Because we got to understand the company and the players and the opportunity and where they were headed, um, we were able to really build a story um, and really understand what Thomasville also had to offer that resonated with people who had never thought in a million years they would go to someplace like Thomasville. So we ended up placing somebody from New York City, from San Francisco, from Chicago and Atlanta. And not one of them had ever said they would go to a tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. And so I think um, that's one I'm really proud of, that we really um, helped transform the organization, but also brought people who had the right skills, were wonderful culture fits, um, and ended up being really excited about helping transform this company and loved both where they were doing it and what they were doing. Um, so, so that's just one example that sticks in my mind. And we love not just placing one pe person, but helping organizations transform. And I'm sure the guy from, uh, or the gal from, from uh, that the came from uh, New York, I think you said. Yes. <laughs> you could probably buy a, a house for the price of a closet in New York, so. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, in terms of uh, the the if if anybody uh, would like to uh, work uh, with uh, the O'Connell Group, uh, you know, and, yeah. and be considered for a search, what are the things that they can do to put the, put their best foot forward as they go into that process uh, of uh, of being vetted, uh, you know, by uh, the search agency, right? But also uh, then ultimately down the line with uh, the interviews uh, with the um, uh, with the companies. Yeah. So, so as you said, we we specialize in both marketing and market research. And and Rafi, we do everything from, you know, senior VP, chief marketing officer, head of function, down to a year out of college. So we do it all, and we do it across the country, and everything from Fortune 50 to private equity and startup. Um, and and I will tell you, anybody who is in our universe, we want to get to know. That, that is our goal to know our entire universe. And so if you reach out to us, we're gonna want to talk to you. And, and I would tell you what I think the smartest thing you can do um, to partner with us is when we call or when we reach out to you, respond to us. Even if you're happy as a clam in your current job, that's okay. We're not gonna try to pry you loose. We wanna introduce ourselves. We want to get to know you and we want to know what's important to you down the road. You might say, look, I am really happy right now, but I'm from Florida and 10 or 15 years down the road, we want to move back home. 
and we'll put that in the system. And as a director role comes open, we'll call you to tell you about it. So I would tell you the more we, you can share with us about both the skills and the experiences you're having. So we know what you've done and what boxes you've checked off and what you're looking for, the better we're going to be able to help bring those things to you. The other thing I would tell you is when we are working with you, be very transparent with us on what's going on. We know we're not the only recruiters out there. So that you are likely, if you're actively searching, working on other searches concurrently, and that's okay. That's just part of the process, but be, be honest and upfront where you are. And when we work with you in, and take you through interview prep, we expect you to do your homework. We really believe doing your homework, knowing yourself inside now, doing homework on the company is critical to success. And I will tell you, we're prepping everybody else. So if you don't do it, you're going to fail. So know we are your career coaches along the way. We're partnering with you. We're trying to set you up to succeed. And if you try to take shortcuts, you're going to trip up. Right. I think that that's definitely solid advice. So, uh, so if, folks want to reach out uh, to the O'Connell group, what is the best way for them to do that? So um, you can go to O'ConnellGroup.com. Um, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Chris at O'ConnellGroup.com. And then also, Rafi, I can tell you, we also, for people who are outside of the marketing and market research world, have a website, which is IgniteYourCareerBook.com. And there you can tap into services that we offer our marketing and market research candidates as we're working with them. Things like complete coaching, resume writing, interview prep, and negotiation services that we can help you with. So with those um, services, we've helped everybody from I just helped somebody who is a sophomore in college transform their resume. I helped somebody who just graduated college. He had had 40 interviews. He kept getting interviews, but not scoring. I took him through interview prep session and mock interview and his next interview, he scored and got the job. So we can take you through. We have a lot of experience. We can take you through and help you hone your skills if you have areas that you're not succeeding in, and we'd love to. Great. So um, you also can find my book, Ignite Your Career, either on the website or via Amazon. Let me ask you this. What's been the most surprising thing uh, once you've written the book and the reception that you've got from it? I mean, I know it's a, it's a, it's a little bit different uh, from old days where you could do book tours and that type of thing. But yes. you know, just in terms of uh, the, the receptivity to, to the book and any, any sort of... Uh, interactions that you had that you like to share? Um, you know, I think uh, it is that um, everybody has been really positive about the book. And it's the thing that really um, warms my heart. And I was really hoping it would be this way. It's everybody from that CMO who reads it to the college kid has found it to be really beneficial. I had somebody who was a senior VP of marketing who got the book and she said to me, Chris, 
I am going through my interview process right now and your book is on my nightstand and it is my Bible. As I'm going through the interview process, I'm reading it. I've redlined it. I have it all earmarked. Now I'm going through negotiation and I'm reading that chapter and I'm doing exactly what you told me to do. So independent of the level, the information is really relevant. The other thing Rafi people are saying, and if you go to Amazon and read the reviews, one of the things that I tried so hard to do was to make the book so readable and relatable. I cannot do dense books. If I read a chapter in a dense book and and it's hard for me to get through, it's gone. It goes into my trash can. So I love the books that pull me in, that tell me stories that are really engaging. And I worked very hard to make that um, my book really readable. And I, I think we achieved it. So I would tell you those are the things um, that I've heard from people that really make me proud and feel good. Fantastic. And, and I have a copy of the book and, and I can certainly confirm that uh, it's a great read, very useful advice uh, for really any anybody at uh, any level in their career. So um, well, great. Well, I, I really in, enjoyed uh, having uh, the, this conversation with you. Is there anything, uh, any parting thoughts that, that you'd like to leave us with uh, before we uh, wrap up? You know, Rafi, I think I would just tell people that here we're sitting in February. And I think because we're recruiters, we have a 30,000 foot view on what the marketplace is thinking. And I will tell you the marketplace is very favorable. We um, are getting new job orders every day um, and things are gonna start heating up in a big way. So do not lose faith. Our, Our clients are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel get brighter every day. And there are going to be a lot of jobs out there. So just keep focusing, get your resume in great shape, network, do your interview prep, and and you will score. Well, that is a very uh, encouraging uh, piece of uh, info to uh, to end on. So uh, thank you uh, for uh, being on the podcast, uh, Chris. Uh, you're a wonderful guest. Uh, we'd love to have you uh, back uh, anytime. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you, you communicated a lot of uh, useful information for, for our audience. So uh, thank you again for, for being here. Absolutely. It was awesome and have a great day. Thank you. 